Hello, the internet. Welcome to Hack the Dino episode, I don't know, 13. Sure, that sounds good. Let's do that. Episode 13 here at Greenlight Comics in Rundle Mall, or off Rundle Mall. Adelaide. In Adelaide, South Australia. I am Ben Rosenthal, and joining me, as always, is co-owner of this fine establishment, Greenlight Comics, Mr. Dan McGuinness. Hello. How are you being this week? This I've fortnight. Been, fortnight. I've been great. For the whole fortnight? The fortnight? Yeah. I've had some ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> But on the whole, we on, on, a, on a whole, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty it, peachy. Pretty great. I'm apples and peaches. And peaches. Yeah. So you're a delicious drink. Yeah. I'm pretty Dan's much, a delicious drink. I'm pretty much a boost juice. Anyway, enough about this uh, beverage banter. Joining us this week as our very special guest is Miss Heather Hawkins. Hello, welcome to our Dino Less Hacking Show. Hi. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, Heather. What do you do as a as a gig? Well, I am a special effects technician. Right. Basically, that means in a film, if there's something really pretty that alters a face, a hacked off limb, blood, or some sort of incredibly strange contraption, I probably made it. Awesome. (laughs) And what movies have you done that on? Uh, I actually have a rather new resume, as it were, but my co-owners have been on Star Wars Episode 3. Oh, I think I've heard of that. No, oh, just I a haven't. little bit. No? Oh. Episode three. Episode like it's just something that's a little under the radar. Right, okay. Yeah. Small indie film? Oh yeah. Yeah, right. Smindy. Smindy. Yeah. Smindy. Yeah, and yeah, and? Oh, and a few of my other colleagues have worked on things like Wolf Creek and such. And right now we're working on a feature film that we really can't say too much about, but it's gonna be major. <laughs> right. It's definitely gonna be in a cinema. Wow. On a screen? On the screen, yes. So, um, so yeah. So, you, so you're just saying you just started up something kind of new? Oh yeah, we started the only special effects studio inside of Adelaide. We call it XFSFX Studio. You got a website? You want to plug it? Uh, we don't have a website yet, yes. but we have a Facebook page. Oh, what's that? And the, I think that's just XFSFX Studio. And people get that name mixed up all the time, but it's literally I've learned how to do the alpha phonetic alphabet just for it. Yeah. So I have to go like X-ray, Foxtrot, Sierra, Foxtrot, <laughs> X-ray. Don't type that in though, because you might get a very different type of Facebook page. Fo- Foxtrot, X-ray. Yeah, one about foxes who have X-ray machines. Yeah, here. stop, stop talking right now. <laughs> I knew when to bathe. So um, I've heard just recently you um, you have actually done some work with one of the Greenlight Comics. Owners? Yes. So, without giving anything away, um, with any, you know, like special stuff, like, you know, not not giving away what it was for. Spoilers, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, What what did did you put Nick through? Well, I had to have a. There's a stunt person in Queensland for a movie, Mm -hmm. and we couldn't get him here just specifically to body cast him, which is quite a process. I thought, hmm, who do I know who would actually want an exact copy of himself? Like a mannequin <laughs> of himself. Did it matter how, like, how the size of it? Oh, yeah. Um, I, so you were looking for someone, a tall person that sits at the computer all day? Oh, yeah. So, and I was looking for someone who uh, wasn't stick thin or like the mannequins you see in the stores. So like Chewbacca-esque? Oh, Chewbacca-esque? Yes. Chewbacca-esque. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not spoiling anything, but yes. So I called the comic store and I was hoping Nick was here and he happened to answer the phone and I was like, hey, Nick, can I ask you an odd question? Yes. I said, can you go measure your shoulder width? (laughs) (laughs) Strangely enough, I don't think that's the weirdest question you guys have ever had at this comic store. No. My question is usually the weirder questions involve stuff way below the shoulders. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, uh, he got the measurements for me. I said, okay, exactly how tall are you? And he told me, and I said, I need someone to sit in plaster bandage in a lycra suit for about an hour so I can make an exact cast of their body and turn them into a man. I bet he said yes before you finished yeah, that I mean, sentence. Latex, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that, because um, I talked to him a little bit about it, he told me that, yeah, you put him in a lycra suit that's white, is it? Yes. And unfortunately, and then you cover him in baby oil. Yes. Like the whole suit, and he said, unfortunately, that makes the suit go clear. Um, Did you see his doodle? I tried Asking not to look. big questions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I told him, I told him, oh, there were no other options. It had to be white. It's just unfortunate. But the truth is... That none of that was true. <laughs> I had lots of options. And I wanted to put him in white because I wanted to... I thought if I made him as uncomfortable as possible in the beginning, he would have to settle into the comfort. Like, oh. if he was completely just out there, he'd have to get comfortable with the process really quickly. But doesn't he get covered up quite quickly? Yeah, yeah. So we cover them in baby oil to release them. <laughs> and then you cover them in plaster. Sorry, I was just looking at the levels and all I heard was cover him in baby oil to release him. We're not that kind of podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going release to him. Levels. Yeah, yeah. And um, then you take plaster bandage like you would use in a cast, and mm-hmm. there are very special, specific ways you put it on, but basically you're making a cast of the entire body. And then you have to take him out of it so that he doesn't die. So do, um, did you go over his face? Oh, we didn't go over his face. We didn't do his you head don't, at all. You just need his like, body. Yeah. What, um... Don't get distracted. This isn't weird. Uh, it, 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 For it, those of you listening at home and not watching our non-imaginary uh, visual... I'm just moving the microphone because my levels are going all over the place. So, uh, Dan, continue with your fine interviewing skills. I'm just more interested in Nick being nude in front of people. <laughs> did he get a stiffy? I oh, oh, did. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, that is time. Look at that. It's time for a video That's not, That's a valid question. No, it's not something that dinosaurs like to hear. Fair enough. He'll he did the dinosaurs. He did <laughs> Do people get them? No, Nick, stop. I'm not Nick. I'm Dan. I don't care who you are. <laughs> You're being very naughty. All right, fair enough. Um, so that'll work out. How long was he put down for? Uh, it was literally in there for an hour. And did he hate it or was he just fine? He was into it because he was being cast by somebody who cast all the Wookiees for episode three. Oh, sweet. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. How many Wookiees were in episode three? Eight. Eight? And they just like put on different costumes and stood in front of green screen? Well, um, there were definitely at least eight creature suits themselves. Right. So... Nick was really excited because the person who was rubbing his junk from the outside of this plaster oh. cast was the one who did Peter Mayhew's body <laughs> cast. So in his mind, he's thinking, wow, my junk is being rubbed by the same guy who rubbed Peter Mayhew's junk. <laughs> exactly. There's an image for you, boys and girls. <laughs> don't YouTube that. Don't, don't, don't Google image search it either. <laughs> oh, speaking of Google, it's time for video game news. And you may hear in the background... A couple of people playing the video game machine that Dan didn't turn off before we started recording. That's okay. That'll be fine. <laughs> so, what we've got in the news in this past fortnight, um, a whole bunch has come out. We spoke last time about Mass, Andro- Mass Effect Andromeda. 
Yeah. And the horrible uh, faces. Faces that it made. Uh, I did go and watch some of them. It was actually hilarious. It's hilarious, isn't it? Uh, they had an update, 1.05 or something, to try and fix some of that. And all they've really done is put a bit more clarity in the eyes. So they didn't stop the person from smiling when they find out terrible news? <laughs> I but didn't see that. They had a side-by-side comparison. And they have the previous footage and the new footage. And the eyes definitely have had something done to it. But the rest of the face still moves like someone wearing a rubber glove in a hand. Yeah, right. It's just like, it's almost like the muscles are moving and the skin's just like plastic coated over the top. (laughs) Well, at least they fixed something. Well, you know, not the game. I don't know, I still haven't played it. Neither of you played it at all. (laughs) not my thing. I gave up halfway through. We we talked about this last week when I... Yeah, but I wasn't listening, so... Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) My failure to sleep with any other people in the game made me never want to play it again. (laughs) That's right. Um, some Xbox Scorpio news has come out very, very recently, uh, possibly the last day. For those who don't know what the Scorpio is, uh, it's uh, kind of the brand new Xbox, but not. So it, it's similar to the S, which is out now, which is sort of like the upgrade to the Xbox One, uh, but it's got a whole heap of new powerful things and jigs in it. Does uh, it have? One that's going to have VR. Well, that's actually a point that I put down. Oh, uh, it's one of the, uh, it had a whole bunch of technical jargon that no one really cares about except for nerds. So if you like that, <laughs> go nerd somewhere else. Uh, but it will be VR ready. So they right. like I don't know if it's been announced, but I think they're in partnership with Oculus or have own Oculus or there's something to do with Oculus. Someone does it. Isn't Facebook an Oculus? Like I don't know whether they're buddies? teaming up with. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. It's going to be VR ready. It may not be at launch, but it will eventually have it. There's a, a gaggle of giggling schoolgirls have just come into the shop to look at Han Solo. Between <laughs> junk, giggling schoolgirls, and video games, we've got the best background sound ever here on yeah. Hack the Dino. But, uh, and news out of Nintendo, because I'm not letting a week go by without any Nintendo news. Um, interview conducted recently Nintendo have pretty much said yeah we're just doing open world Zeldas from now on uh, whenever there's a Zelda game it's like you've got it and they just go like we're just going to do open world Zeldas now we have we have <laughs> cancelled all other gaming no projects Nintendo, yeah. and <laughs> we're just, just doing Zelda from now on because we didn't we have made a bucket ton of money and therefore there's no point in making any other games I actually <laughs> want to know the sales figures because let's face it so many ru- so many rupees <laughs> and every time they uh, check, no, it's a bad joke. I'm a band fan. Uh, yeah. So um, the correlation between people who bought uh, a Switch and bought Zelda, surely it'd be almost one for one, right? That's what you bought it for. Yeah. Like you, you don't buy a Switch and go, oh, I'll, I'll play Bomberman. Splatoon all my life. No, Splatoon's not out yet. So oh, I didn't even know that. They had a global trial for that actually. A global. Maybe. Fire or whatever they call it. Do you reckon there's anyone out there that just has one two switch or whatever it's called? I have one two switch. Yeah, but like just know, that. Just that. Well, they get bored of it pretty quickly. You played one two switch at all? No. Have you played a switch at all? No, I've been stuck in a workshop basically that's like being under a rock. Right. With a producer poking a stick at you because you're just not working fast enough. Yeah. Is it a gory movie? Um, it. Like, do, you get to do, some, do you get to do some horror effects? Um, last time I worked with these people, we used 40 litres of blood in one scene. Where, so do you get, where do you buy that from? The abattoir? It's a special recipe that we make ourselves and Is it like shop. Kool-Aid and, and jam? Is it sticky? 
It is sticky and super ridiculously sweet. And when it gets hot, all you can smell is fake blood. And it makes you never want chocolate syrup again. I used to do uh, horror stuff when I was younger with my friends and that, like make horror movies and all these like limbs and stuff. And um, yeah, my fake blood was, uh, my recipe I believe was, what's that, Uh, glucose, basically glucose and food coloring. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of food coloring. It does yeah, yeah. stain you. Cochineal, I believe it was at the time, the, the cockroach one. Oh. Well, I'm involved with local wrestling and we use real blood and sometimes they hit it like a, a, a lot of blood and it all comes squirting out and makes you feel nauseous because you can smell people's blood at ringside and it's quite disgusting. Don't they have like... Is it is it wrestling the thing that they did where they used to have like rings or little spikes on them and they'd hit themselves in like no like, no no the ref, is right. that a real thing here we go or do here I make that up oh, here we go I might get fired for my wrestling don't, don't. But I'm, I'm gonna release a secret you know when like you get hit with a chair over the head and the wrestler goes to the ground and goes oh and the referee goes oh you all right all right the referee's actually handing them a small razor yeah. and while they're going like that they are. Uh, dotting across their forehead because that's where you bleed from the most so if you're ever in a fight actually try and hit the forehead because that'll, yeah. that's the yeah, I'm not. Part. I'm never going to be in a fight bleed over fine. their eyes and, uh, unless someone comes them. in and tries to take my comic shop so uh, I'll start a fight with you <laughs> <laughs> something I'd like to see actually maybe we can get on the next wrestling show so, that, um, so yeah they, they dot their forehead because that's the thinnest part of the skin it's where you bleed it wouldn't the most. be a razor blade it's be, a razor blade but like, is there a, one at a certain depth that they can just hit quickly without hurting themselves? No, they, they sometimes get a bit too... Yeah, because they have seen wrestlers come up and there's just a line across their forehead and yep. it's just coming down their face. Yep, yep. You, you, they, yeah. And that happens in the Adelaide ones. Yeah, it's called blading. That just or, seems or so, so um, irresponsible. <laughs> well, I mean, they all have tests. Like, but why can't like, they just... Yeah, but why can't they just have a like the referees give them like hit them with a fake spluge of blood that's coming because off? Because it's the drama behind it. It's the pageantry that is wrestling. Yeah, and you know like oh yeah, that's sucrose, that's that's right. fake. Whereas you, you smell blood, you know, that's got that iron smell. I don't know what blood smells like. Eh? Like everyone says, oh yeah, you know, blood iron. Like, oh well, if you if you were in America, I would say it smells like pennies. It smells like copper. So yeah, like if you're no. around copper pots a lot, a lot, that's what. Why it does it smell like. like? Is that the iron? in our blood. Yes, yeah. that's, that's how Magneto can fly. Mm. <laughs> I actually think that's the legit Marvel thing is that, yeah, that, yeah, there's iron in your blood. So, uh, actually, guys, that's... Uh, yeah, anyhow, Not next. how it works. Um, that's all, all the news I've got. What have you been playing? You've got, what, some comic news, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, but we do that in the comic segment. What structure, been, Dan? Oh, structure. What have I been playing? I'm still playing Horizon Zero Dawn. How's that going? It's alright. I'm uh, getting up on a whole bunch of tall necks, looking at stuff. Yeah, they're just like gigantic robotic giraffes that walk around and when you climb, you can climb up them and when you get to the top, that's how you see the map. So they're called tall necks because obviously they have really long necks Necks. for you. This is what I don't get. When humans were naming animals, what made them go, oh, that's a cow and not like a moon? A tall neck, yeah. Like, or or, or, Or a, a, what are they called? Like a, a, a razor tooth or something like that. Sawtooth. Yeah, like Pokemon for me is the perfect example. Like, it's called Pikachu because the only word it says is Pikachu. All right, that's what a Pikachu. Well, what what Pikachu about is. those Latins when they name animals? Yeah, but those Latins are <laughs> Expelleramus Maximus. Is, it Latin? is that the, the right one? The, the, what are the long animal names? You know, the like, yeah. genus. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, where do they get them from? Oh, you know, from science. Scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, moving on. Alright, well, uh, yeah, no, I, to tell you the, the truth, I haven't been playing many games lately. I've no, been, have I? 
It's almost like we've got businesses we have to run. Oh, I know nothing about that. I know, right? God, can't we just have money? I'm going to go now and complain about not having money. So we'll be back right after this. everyone, we're back here on Hack the Dino, episode 13. Uh, we've just had a little uh, music, not music, what, what did I say music? Interlude. We don't have music here, I've got no musical talent at all. Had a little video game chat, now we usually go on to comics chat, but there is something I wanted to bring up which sort of crosses over the two. Uh, as we know, Ukulele is coming out very, very soon, uh, next week I think, mm -hmm. the 11th. Um, there's been mixed reviews from professional video game review websites, some who really didn't like it, uh, some such as IGN that gave it a 7 out of 10, which is good, uh, and some that really loved it. Uh, my question is, this being a Kickstarter-backed video game, yep. uh, the fact that Mighty Number no. 9 was also a Kickstarter-backed video game, do you know about Mighty Number no. 9? No. It's the guy who uh, did Mega Man 1, 2, and 3, sort of going out on his own and going, yeah, I'm going to make Mega Man again, and it's going to be awesome, and you're all going to love it, and here's all the rewards you can get. And then oh, It's going to come out on DS, and it's going to come out on Vita, and you're all going to go crazy, and people are, yeah, we love Mega Man, here's our money, and they threw heaps of his Kickstarter, and it came out, and it was rubbish. What? It was a rubbish game. In what way? Was it just Mega Man? It was Mega Man, but it was obviously updated graphics and not Mega Man, it was Mighty Number no. 9, but uh, yeah, it was glitchy, uh, the gameplay wasn't very good, um, and uh, it's a bit of a wah, wah, yeah, so I've got really lousy reviews, uh, not a lot of people really liked it, a lot of people actually haven't got their rewards from their Kickstar uh, level tiers yet, so uh, the DS version and the Vita version haven't even been released and no one's spoken about whether they're actually coming out. Uh, Kickstarter being Kickstarter, you cannot get your money back. So a lot of people are feeling really ripped off by it. Yeah, right. Um, ukulele, very similarly, uh, had a lot of rewards. Like they were going to um, mail out a lot of physical rewards. Yep. Uh, a lot of people worried, oh, you know, if you're mailing out all this physical stuff, where's the money of the Kickstarter going? Like, is it going towards development of the game or are you going to spend it all on uh, postage. postage to, you know, <laughs> send out your little statues to here, there and everywhere? Um, so my question, I guess, is considering a game on average takes about three years to make, uh, on average, yeah, yeah. sometimes a lot more, sometimes maybe less, um, and, you know, with pledges not being either shipped I mean not just with games with comics as well I mean I've backed a, a comic project uh, from someone who is on his way to being a pro and uh, that $4,000 that he gained just sort of went away and nothing you know, happened cha changed his again. name and uh, yeah it just hasn't uh, been so fulfilled $4,000 isn't even that much it's not even <laughs> worth like having a change or anything no but you know like 
Kickstarter, I mean, is is it actually the future of a video games being that it takes three years before anyone will see anything? Like, would you back, say, $50 for a video game knowing that you're going to have to wait three or four years before you see anything of it? Nah. And that it may be cancelled or that it won't be what is promised? Um, you know, maybe with a comic... Uh, or uh, board games are huge on Kickstarter. Like those things rake yeah. in like three million dollars. Uh, you know, people would know. like a good board game though, because they know they're going to get a physical board game. At yeah, I, I just or a card game. What, what are your thoughts on the whole Kickstarter? What both comics and, and well, video game. My, uh, I've only got one Kickstarter story. I've Kickstarted one thing. It was Kung Fury. I recently, <laughs> last week, finally got my Blu-ray. They sent me. Wow, how long ago is that? I think it was. It might be going on five years. Wow. For two years, it's been on Netflix. Yeah. And they still couldn't get around. And I got it in the mail. I'm like, whoa, I forgot. Whoa. Like, and they kept sending me emails going, look, we're so sorry. Everything's, you know, like, all yeah, the apologies yeah, yeah, yeah. in the world. And, but eventually I did get it. Yeah. I, I didn't bother watching it because I've watched it on Netflix. <laughs> now, now that you've watched it on Netflix and you've seen it, like, is it just a Blu-ray now? Oh, well, that's just going to take up space. Pretty much. Yep. But yeah, so that's my only um, nip, uh, Kickstarter thing I've done. What do you, yeah. Have you done Oh, uh, Nick and I do a lot of Kickstarters, but they're always board games. Right. I think that that's because they've had a pretty good track record, but I prefer Patreon as a platform in general. Right. Because, oh, really? Because, yeah, I like the fact that you're seeing what's happening as it's happening. You're like going through the process with particular artists. A lot of people in my industry particularly use Patreon mm -hmm. because instead of backing this one big project and feeling let down if it doesn't work, you're doing a little bit of something else. And I guess it keeps you honest as well. So yeah. if you've got this big project, the, the tendency may be, oh, I've got heaps of time, I'll just do that later. Whereas a Patreon, you need to provide constant yeah. stuff, otherwise they can take their money away. And that yeah, affects that's your a, income. A subscription, I mean, I you can always stop that. I just get put off like with a, a a monthly payment kind of thing because like I, it would just mean I'd have to always make sure there's money in my account so I just never do it because my money never has account and my, my account never has money in it it's always got it in a different account yeah so I'd have to physically every month make sure that money's in that account like yeah. my, my at core account so I'm just like oh. see I use Kickstarter as a way to support comic book friends of mine yeah. um, to sort of help them get their project off the ground and a way to pre-order something that I think is cool and, and that I want. Uh, I haven't back, oh, backed, backstarted, I said backstarted, that's a new one that's coming up, registered by me. Backstarter? You can't, yeah, backstarter.com. Backstarter. That's mine. You can't, oh, it's trademark already, don't even bother trying to it's do it. public, yeah, domain. Don't, yeah, just forget it. Backstarter. And now what? New sponsor of the show, backstarter.com, proudly supports Hack the Dino. And Greenlight Comics. <laughs> yeah, them too. Anyhow, yeah. radio voice. Um, what was I saying? I can't remember. Hey, some words. Words are cool. But uh, oh, I actually, I had done another Kickstarter thing. We actually did Universe Gun, Dr. Mike. Oh, shop, of course. The shop, yeah, the, yeah, shop, yeah. the shop Kickstarter that. I think it was Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. It was One of those, like, crowdfunding. But that's what I'm talking about. Mike's a, a friend of ours, a friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, you support your friends and, and hopefully they can get their... Yeah. Uh, thing to their, their stuff to work yeah and comics are never that much like really you're hard pressed to find a comic that's going for much more than five grand like they're very gettable targets I a comic yeah five grand's heaps now for comics yeah yeah, yeah that's like a full Australia wide print yeah right yeah and I mean four grand's even less than that so you would think it's true that, you know 
someone who collected four grand would be able to present oh, their comic. Bitter man. Oh, so bitter. Bitter man. So bitter. But and I didn't even. It's not the fact that I like threw money at it and support. It's the fact that I supported this person in this endeavor of theirs. You know, to show that you know I have faith in you, and they've just disappeared. That's the risk you take. You can't complain about it. I'm not complaining. You I'm sound like you are. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm simply venting my uh, discontentedness. <laughs> I'm so discontent, I'm inventing words. You anyway. sound like a parent who's just like disappointed, like, I'm so disappointed. I, I'm not angry, you. I'm just upset. You know, I'm just disappointed I in you, 4K, <laughs> <laughs> for disappearing. Um, yeah, anyway, comics. Hey, we got some comic news. Well, I've got some comic news. Yeah, what is it? You got a little bit of comic news? Uh, there's going to be a new Warriors TV show. Warriors? New Warriors. You know, the new Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, uh, I thought you meant a new Warriors no. TV show, <laughs> like, as in like... Open, like, bra- uh, not open bracket, open quotation, new Warriors, close quotation. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Uh, focusing, the prime character is going to be Squirrel Girl. Is it going to be like one of those Marvel shows? Uh, I'm not sure. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like yeah, yeah. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, I don't know. I don't think it's going to Netflix. I think it might be a Fox thing. I think that's maybe? a good thing because those Netflix shows are way too long. Yeah, um, they're they're always like four or three episodes longer than the whole series has to be. It, it ends and there's always four hours left of the series, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, I haven't watched all of Iron Fist yet. I haven't watched all of any of them except for Jessica I've Jones. All of them Same after here. That. Yeah, the first season of Daredevil was brilliant. Like the pacing there was excellent. They stuck the landing, fantastic. No, uh, you haven't watched it. So you I have. Know. I've watched season one and half of season two. Season two did drag a bit, and you know it was a lot. Everyone. Boring. Everyone can just admit that the only reason you need to watch season two is when the Punisher gets out of jail. That scene of him leaving the jail. The Punisher was awesome. That was the I only know. part of that series. Except that I he was really just, like, just waiting for Rick Grimes to come in and like <laughs> and like hang out with him because it's the only thing I've got like for that actor. Uh, Rick Grimes. Jessica Jones was great until they stuffed up the ending. Uh, spoiler alert: Don't kill David Tennant. Stupid. Anyway. That's a too much spoiler. Well, I'm just saying don't. So you, you don't get through them either? Uh, I don't, know. Jessica Jones was the only one I've actually gotten all the way through. Because mm. I, can't, I can't do any length of time that just happens. Like, I, it's going to be a binge watch. I'm going to yeah. sit down on my only day off. I'm going to watch all of something. Yeah. And if it drags anywhere, I get bored, I walk away, I find something else to do. Fair enough. Uh, Luke Cage as well started off great and then just sort of petered out to like, oh, God, can you just fight? I've got stuff to do. Yeah. Like, same with Iron Fist. Doing laundry in the background, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, it's the same with Iron Fist. It's like, come on, make your fist glow and punch things. <laughs> um, did we talk about Iron Fist? No. I've only watched four or five episodes of it. I've watched and the thing 12, that really eight, I, 11. I, the first episode... I reckon they showed his mum getting sucked out of the plane 10 or 12 times. It's like, yeah, I get it. He's traumatised by his mum dying. Let's keep the narrative rolling. But, like, it, ah, just really bad pacing, really lazy writing. Really lazy writing. They all are out of the same show, basically, to the point where even Rosario Dawson's character, the nurse, who's yep. in it again, says, I have two friends that are doing the same thing as you and have done the same, like, thinking the same way. You shouldn't do it because there's two other people in other TV shows that have done the same thing twice and already. We're all coming together on August 18 for the Defenders. I liked Preacher though. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh I, my God. I was a bit apprehensive at the start because it did deviate so much from the comic book source. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, don't be that guy. 
So I gave it a chance. And it's yeah, good though. The it was changed. great. And then at the end of this first season, boom, we're right back where we need to be. And Preacher, if they'd kept it the same, it's we've moved on from Preacher. It's yeah. like we've do we've moved on from a time when homophobia. Know, was yeah, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that kind of thing where. If, if anyone has read Preacher recently, they've noticed that ev- every person who's a baddie is either gay, yep. and if they're not gay, they get their comeuppance done to them by a gay person. Yeah. And it's the whole way through. Yeah. Every yeah. single character. And I'm like, yeah, we've moved on. And I mean, at the time, I'm sure that's what comics needed. Yeah. To like, you know, that for alternative. That like, even even yeah. at the time, like Jess, even probably having like, yeah, like gay characters in it was like a big thing and a uh, thing, but he, he just, it's just, yeah, it's just not, everyone's over it, no one cares anymore, and now it's just, yeah, very dated, I suppose. And cinematically, it's beautiful, and from a makeup perspective, the prosthetics are amazing. There's no edges, and the only way you can actually get that done is not CGI. That would still show an edge, uh, where a prosthetic meets a face or a skin. It's just to be really good at your craft. Is that like with, with gore and stuff in it that you mm-hmm. noticed? Yeah, and the prosthetic... On any cuts. It just looks good. Yeah. Like, anytime there's a cut on a face, anytime there's blood coming out, it's the right color, which if that meant that the people who were doing the makeup had to actually talk to the people who were doing the after stuff. Because a lot of times you'll have blood the correct color for what it should be. And then somebody throws a shitty filter over it. Yeah, right. Yeah. I actually think that that thing, I, I get angry at horror movies, is when blood, blood dries black. Yeah, and there's so many movies like they've got their, their white shirts with their blood on it it's been on the whole movie and it's going pink because it's yeah. just like, a, like it's soaking into the shirt well, isn't like, it like arterial blood goes black but surface blood stays like arterial blood's red but surface blood goes black because it oxidizes no, no, cause when, when, yeah but when blood dries it goes really dark yeah right? it goes almost this brownie yucky orangey quality um, yeah yeah so yeah, see so on these movies and there's this like fluoro white red blood over everyone. It's going a bit pink because it's soaking in. Uh, well, part of it is um, makeup and costuming use different blood. Yeah, because right. Because they gotta wash it out, and sometimes those people don't coordinate enough. Uh, so the blood on the face is different than the blood on the clothing. Just very quickly before we go to the next little news bit, can you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer without crunching? Crunching? Crunching. <laughs> without doing crunch? crunch? Uh, I actually <laughs> can, only because I know how much work was put into that and where it, at the point in time it was done, without it, we couldn't have the type of industry we do now. Right. Um, they pioneered a lot of things. Oh, really? Yes. Like what? Well, different techniques they used, because they were one of the biggest effects things that people knew. The thing I dislike the most about it is their vampire shape defined vampire shapes even up to now, until they started heading toward the sparkle. Sparkle, sparkle, yeah. But just that ugly vampire brow, I hated that. Oh, I like that, like the Klingon brow. Yeah, because that's what people want. They really? want that because they're like, oh, that's what vampires look like because that's what Buffy says. Buffy. Yeah, but uh, Buffy is awesome though. So I've uh, never seen it. What? What? I've never seen an episode. Um, Why are you in the stuff? So Get out. I have all of Buffy and Angel and you'll have to watch from season three of Buffy all the way to Angel with them splashing. Yep, yep, so you get the story. Have you read the comics? I started, but I preferred the Spike ones better. Yeah, Ooh. I dropped Angel after the first big storyline. Uh, I was not impressed. Angel is... I think we spoke is about he this. an angel? No. 
His name's Angelus. Is he a vampire? Yes. He's a vampire with a soul. Yes. Don't they all have cells? No. no. If you don't have a soul, how do you live? No, no, no. Well, they're vampires. They're monsters. They've got a demon in them. You're right. His soul, Doesn't soul the demon po- have a soul? No. No. no by by their very definition. I've got some guys out in the mall mm. yelling. I'm sure they can... Uh, Thought this clear out. Up, yeah, clear it out. <laughs> the, the god yellers. Anyway, let's go on to some more news. Uh, not soul related, but uh, Captain America 15th came out this week. Has a big spoiler in it. Um, I thought you were going to say spelling error. <laughs> <laughs> big spelling error spoiler in it. Captain America. <laughs> oh, I would buy that. And he's just wearing chaps. Like yeah. Like Steve Rogers walking around pretending he's a cowboy. Um, so pick that one up because it does lead into uh, Secret, Secret Empire. Yes, which is coming out very soon. It's, it's not this just year's... it's not just one comic either. There's like you know. Oh, it's the lead-in though. But there's like Secret Empire, then Secret Empire something or other. Yeah, Secret Empire it, something or other. It's Marvel's else. latest yeah. cash grab. Yeah. So let's call so it what it get, is. Save up your pennies, everyone. But that one, from what I've seen of it, is pretty well written, and the whole Captain America storyline so far has been really Leading. well written because he's trying to. Uh, keep Steve Rogers uh, as this idealistic uh, character who still believes in the dream, yeah. but instead of believing in the American dream, he believes in the Hydra dream. What is the Hydra's dream? Oh, you know, just we want uh, everything to belong to us. Yay! Are they Take like over the world. Chaos from get yeah, smart. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All your world <laughs> Basically, are belong yeah. to us. Was that? All your world are belong to yes. us. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. So it's really, really clever writing. And Nick Spencer doesn't deserve any of the hate that he's got because he's covered all his bases. Every change he's made, he's made with a scientific explanation or reasoning for it. It's not just like, oh, yeah, this happened because reasons. It actually has everything explained and it's a very clear, precise storytelling based on a very popular character from another point of view, which still works. So Captain America, get on that. Um, Secret Empire, I'm not too sure if I'll pick up. I, I don't know. But isn't, that, isn't this the precursor to all of that? Yeah, but like, you can enjoy precursors without delving into the storyline. True. Like, Civil War 2, I was just reading that. And before that... Uh, Who would ever... Like, <laughs> no, it was just... Uh, just whatever. anything. I don't care. This is sec- I, I didn't care. They've done Secret Empire before, haven't they? Uh, they did Secret Invasion with all the scrolls. And that was cool. That I'm sure they've done a, a Secret Empire before. Well, probably, they did Secret Wars before. Done, the, the last, Twice. The last, yeah, the last Secret War was the third Secret War. Exactly, and that, even that was just, wow. I love Brian Hitch, but man, that thing was overwritten. I was bored out of my brain. Is that the one with Doom building a world? He becomes God. Doom was God. Yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, all the alternate that. reality. I read at least life. five issues. Yeah, and see what I mean? Like, it got before, I just, before I was like, oh, and this is all going to get sorted. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I did. And see, originally we thought, and this is just me waxing lyrical uh, originally it was thought that Secret Wars was a way to get rid of all the alternate uh, universes of Marvel and so Marvel could just pick who and, they and wanted from exactly each and every at the same time DC did Convergence which no, also it was two did... years after um, oh was it? well yeah oh man Something my life like goes too quick but yeah they were <laughs> my thinking was they were just going to pick and choose who they wanted out of the alternate universe so they get Spider-Gwen they get Miles Morales they get yeah, Old Man do Logan, a nice good and put it all into one universe and go right we got it now but no. perfect. No, then they went to Spidey. Oh no, she's still got her own alternate reality. So, oh, why? Yeah, yeah. No, no we, we've just got that? a couple of versions of each character that live in the same world. So now. it's completely redundant. Completely it's, it's, redundant. Is Wolverine still stuck in Adamantium yeah, at the moment? Like in that, so in that, in that statue. Yeah. And yeah. they got old man Logan stepping in, and now X twenty X twenty three is yeah. new Wolverine, written by oh, Tom Taylor. Very, very good comic. Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor. He's Awesome. Any any opportunity to mention Tom's a good opportunity. I completely agree. He's a fantastic writer, fantastic person. 
So, uh, Tom, if you're listening, um, chuck us a bone. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that Back meant. to junk again. Yeah. <laughs> Just going there. Uh, it's and not, it didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's going to be a sequel to Spider Men. Uh, Bendis is writing it. Uh, Spider Men. Spider Men. Men. No, instead of Spider Men. <laughs> <laughs> you just open up a thing of lollies and there's spiders in it. Yeah. Oh, no, wow. it's, it's about the yeah, toilet. It's about the toilet that all these spiders people go to the Spider Men's. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, no. it's called uh, Spider Men Generations and it will answer the question about uh, what happened to the Earth 616 Miles Morales because uh, another spoiler alert. Uh, no, I'm not giving a spoiler for something that's five years old. Uh, end of the first one where Peter and Miles uh, meet. Peter gets back to his universe, the 616 Marvel Universe, and searches Miles Morales, and he goes, oh, oh no, that's it, that's all we ever heard about. Oh no, he's not on the internet. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, oh no, my finger slipped, and now I'm on the porno site. Yeah, oh, oh, no. oh, 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 no. Instead of Miles Morales, I wrote Red Tube. <laughs> <laughs> that's why my hands are sticky. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what, what comics you got there? I got a new scene. Let's make one up now. Oh, Why right. don't we do it? The guest talks about a co- their comic. Oh, I oh. like it. Catchy, catchy title. I know. Thanks. So, what have you chosen? I chose DC superhero girls, uh, particularly hits and myths, because that's the first thing my daughter ever grabbed onto and genuinely loved. Yes, yeah, she did. I. Yes. Yeah, and she was, and you were like, you. I think you emailed me the next day, yes. and you're just like, can you get more? And I'm like, yeah, I'll put you down for the rest of them. I finally got my daughter on the Avatar comics. They're good. Oh, they are very good. But it took me getting her to rewatch Avatar and Korra to finally get it. All right, well, here, you've finished all your novels now. Why don't you read these while I save up to go you another novel? Because I'm Mm. a bad father. Oh, my daughter is autistic. So she has a really hard time attaching to anything and feeling for anything other than what's there right then. Yep. So we weren't, she wasn't reading. She just wasn't. She could, but she wasn't. And she sat down and read that. 127 pages in a night. Wow. Just smashed it out. That's awesome. Yeah, like, I had said go to bed, and she put her book away, and I was like, okay, well, there we go. That's probably the last she'll ever touch it. And woke up and to a very tired child who just wanted another comic book. Awesome. That's great that she was able to connect with it on that level. I find a lot of, um, there's a lot of autistic kids, like, really like graphic novels and stuff. And, um, really? Yeah. So I have a nephew who has autism. Well, I wrote my Pilot Huxley series for, I had four reluctant readers, and most, lots and lots of emails I used to get from parents were like, my kid's autistic, he's never read a comp- uh, anything really? in his life, and he is obsessed with your book. He reads it, like, ten times a day. Oh, and, like, funny story. My daughter was in this store uh, talking to Dan about comics. And she goes, I have this comic that I really like, and it's got a boy and another boy, and there's, like, a Santa and stuff And she kept saying Dan. And she kept saying Dan. Yeah. And I'm like, how does she know my name? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's written by this guy named Dan, and he wrote my name in it, and he said his name, and that's, like, he's my friend now. And we were like, I'm Dan. Yeah, yeah, she kept, she kept, I didn't know what was going on at first, it was confusing, because I thought she was talking to me, but she was actually talking about me to me, like telling me about me, because she didn't know I was me, and like, I, I let it go for a while, and I'm like, it's me, and she's like, oh, okay. yeah, you kind of blew her mind there for a second, <laughs> she didn't know what was going on, no, she's like, this is the Dan, yes, the Dan, <laughs> 
that's how uh, I'm introducing you from now on. The Dan. I'm Ben Rosenthal, and joined by me is the co-owner of Greenlight Comics, The Dan. <laughs> I'm like a... Isn't that a level of martial arts or something? No. Oh, it is, yes, because I'm Show Dan. There you go. Ooh. That's Black Belt. Everyone, Ben is a martial arts man. The he, Dan. He will kick you. Do you oh, kick? Yeah, we kick. We so you're going to start the fight with Dan in the comic book store. Oh, there'll be no fight. So you're going to knock out Dan <laughs> in the comic book store. KO! <laughs> Straight up. Um, I'm not even like doing anything. I'll just get KO'd. So have you read the DC Superheroes, uh, DC Superhero Girls comics yourself? Or did you sort yeah. of like peruse it before giving it on? Or? I was a little nervous. And I came in here and I asked Ross if there was something he thought Aiden might like. And he handed me this. And I said, okay. Because I said, I need something to help my daughter get through school. And this is about girls in school. Cool. And so the, the comic itself is basically all the DC superhero girls, and they go to a high school. Yeah. They so you got stuff like school. Harley Quinn, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Poison Ivy, and stuff like that. Which somehow usually are enemies, but they're all friends in this. Oh my goodness! Yes, they the Poison Ivy and Harley start a little bit of fight sometimes, but it's always trying to come back, and I think that's why Aiden uh, is obsessed with Harley is because she's always just teetering on the edge. Of being a villain. Of being a villain. And it's also made it really hard to have Nick's comics book, my husband's comic books, around because he's obsessed with Harley Quinn. She's like, oh, I should be able to read that. That's Harley. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. and this is another Nick we're talking about now. This is not my Nick who got, no, who no. got, who got jelly cast. Yeah. <laughs> with Vaseline and baby oil. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how, how many uh, rate, ratings would you give? What, what, what age level is this for, you reckon? I think it would probably be for just beginning readers because it's little kids like high school. They just like things Yeah, they like the school. idea of like learning of going there. high schoolers, yeah. So I would probably say six to eight, maybe. Six to eight? Yeah. And so there right go. there in that sweet spot of I'm learning to read and I actually care about what's happening. That's for, awesome. Okay, for the mum and dad that listens to our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> there's your pick for the, the, the week. Uh, we might move on to the favourite segment that everyone loves because it's their favourite, and it's Dan versus the world in video game challenge. Cool, cool. We really need a jingle or something. Yeah, yeah we still need a jingle. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so very, very quickly, I'm trying to get better at this, but the rules are as follows. I'm going to play the first five seconds of a song from a video game. I have three of these songs uh, you each have five questions in which you can ask a question, ask for a hint, or ask to hear the next five seconds. You will take it in turns. Dan represents Dan. Uh, Heather, you're representing the world, so we're all counting on you. Uh, the world always goes first because that's the house rules. You can guess what video game this music comes from uh, at any time. However, if you get it wrong, the point goes to the opposing team. Oh. So the, the, best thing, the best thing to do is to ask Prying questions. Yeah, or try and throw someone if you know what it is but don't want to give it away because at the end of the no five questions... No one's that clever. <laughs> end of the five questions, uh, Heather, you get the first chance to guess the song. If you don't know it, probably pass and see if Dan can guess it uh, because if he gets it wrong, you get the point. So and I'll always guess. I'm going to have a hard time remembering those rules but I'll try my best for all. Just keep asking questions. Yeah, He'll I'll, tell us what's going don't on. Don't worry, I'll, I'll yell at you. Oh, look, the other, yeah. another co-owner of the shop has just walked in. Oh, who is it? It's Salan. Oh! 
He's, wa- he's waving to the, uh, the to the microphone. And uh, <laughs> just announced member of the Ledger Awards judging panel, I believe. Are you? He is. Are you allowed? To, we allowed to say that? Well, it's on the internet, so I assume. Why so. are you talking like you just don't want to be on the in- thing, do you? Oh, here it comes. No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that was the voice of the Ledger Awards. I tell you what, that's a video uh, radio voice if I've ever heard one. That was good, wasn't it? I, I got a tingle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some baby oil. Anyway, back to uh, you made you made him storm off. <laughs> First song. Here we go. Five seconds. Can she see your computer? No. Okay. First question. As usual, you're your first guy. Pri, um, pri. You can ask anything. Ask anything. Except for what it is. <laughs> is it a fighting game? No, it is not. Damn. You should make it more broad like this. What console is it on? It is on the Nintendo 64. Oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Next. So you can ask for another five seconds, you can ask for a cryptic hint, or you can ask yeah, do a the flat hints, out question. You, do them because he doesn't know Don't what he's talking that. I'm about. Gonna I'm going to say cryptic hint. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and this, people say my reviews weren't enough. <laughs> this level... Uh, it also appeared in another game on the Nintendo 64. But the actual level of the game? The level? Not, the, the, the colour scheme may not have uh, been the same, but the level appeared on another game oh, man, on the 64. That does not help me. Well, it's oh. cryptic. Your turn, Dan. <laughs> what did you ask? What was your, like, what, you asked what sort of thing it was. What was it? Yeah, I asked, I asked for a cryptic a hint. Game. No, before that, fighting game. Yeah. What sort of genre of game is it? It is a first-person shooter. Ooh. On the 64? Yes. You can hear another five seconds if you like, Heather. You're quite welcome to I do that. I would like to hear another five okay, seconds. Okay, here we go. You know, if you listen to that really carefully, the answer's in the background to the main theme. That doesn't make any sense. There was no words. Or was there? No, there wasn't. But there, see, with music, you can have a background and then the main part. No, you can't. Back- oh, He's lying now. I admittedly know. Who's going there? Heather? No, it's you. Oh. Um, question three. Question three. Uh, it's a first person shooter. Yes. Um, do you know the name of the main character? Yes, you do. Do you? Do I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what is the name of the main character? I'm not going to say. That's, a, that's another question. Is that too much question. of a giveaway? <laughs> it is a big giveaway. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because it would have made her win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, his name is James. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was all, I was like, hang on, that doesn't give anything away. Oh. <laughs> Heather. So, Heather. Is it Goldeneye? It is totally uh, Goldeneye. <laughs> it's the, the facility which appeared in, um, I forgot the name of it, Pitch pitch Black? Pitch Perfect Black, Dark. Perfect Dark. Well, as really? The, Did as, they just rip it off? Yeah, but they called it the Felicity. Did they oh, really? Yeah. That's, that's lovely. So was it a homage or the same people who made it? Uh, same people who made it. Oh, but therefore they can do it. they at want. At that stage, it was, they were under contract to Microsoft, so they, they had... They didn't have the name of the level, but they had the basic layout or something like that. So it's a Easter egg in, in perfect art. Nice. All right, song number two. Yep. 
Question one. <laughs> Go. Narrow it down. Yeah. Oh, this is hard. Can we have another five seconds, maybe, while sure I'm thinking can. of a question? It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna. You got extra because I yeah. missed the button. That's got a very racy kind of vibe to it. Or, you know, happy, like, dude, the bug doing stuff fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think what's the lyrics? What, what sort of <laughs> genre of game is it? Uh, it is a platformer. Oh, so I was wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> or were you? I don't know. <laughs> was I? I? No, you weren't. Heather. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So we got race it. No, what was it? Platformer. Mm-hmm. And that's all we've That's known. all you got. Yeah, that's yeah. All Question two. Is it a more obscure game? No, it is not. Is that, as in, okay, is it a triple A game? It's a triple A game. It's a triple A game on, yeah, You're giving it that. console. Alright, so on this console, what yes. console is it on? <laughs> it is on the Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you wasted a question there. <laughs> and I was no. counting on you to have better questions than me. No, no, that was a... So we it's know. It's, it, it's a platformer. Mm-hmm. Nintendo 64. Yep. It's got music in it. Yep. <laughs> it's a triple A. It's a triple A title. Triple A. Ridiculous, that what, mean like Does triple A mean like a release title? Triple A just means the top end of the cream of the crop. Like one of their like bangers. Yeah, it's like, a banger. In like fact, they're... I think that was the official quote. This game, it's a banger. <laughs> it was on the fast. <laughs> All right, is it your show, Heather? Yes. Yes, because you wasted a question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, Dan. Well, it is my question. <laughs> uh, is it from any of their normal run of characters? Yes. As in, like a Nintendo IP. Yeah. So that was question four, Dan. Your question four. Does it... Is it Mario, that character? Are you sure you want to ask that question? Yeah, because I still don't I have no idea. There are a lot of Mario yeah. games on the N64. Yes, Mario, it is a Mario so game. It, it, it's a Mario game, which is a platformer. Okay, last question, then you have to guess. Heather. I'm just going to guess. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like... Narrow it down from one segment of stuff to another segment of stuff. Without giving it away. Without giving it away. Is it a story? A story? Type game where like it follows like a thing Mario's doing or is it like a team kind of effort? So is it a, uh, a narrative as yes. opposed yeah. to an action? It's a narrative. Dan. I'm just trying to try and guess it because I, no, I, I only know one Mario game on the Nintendo 64, <laughs> which is a platformer. Is it Super Mario 3D? That's not its name. What's it called then? Oh, I'm out. What's no, it called? No, 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 I'll give you a chance. Super Think Mario. about it. It's really imaginative. On the Nintendo 64, it is called... Oh, my God. I can't remember. Mario Land 3D or something? No. Know. What? Mario 64. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> you know what? I'm not giving that one to you. No, I didn't get it. Correct. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Damn it, I'm just... So I was well, you're on ten. The world's on fifteen. Was there one called three D? Oh, that's that latest one on the DS thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Oh, dummy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you really are. Like, it was on the Nintendo sixty four. 
I was really trying not to. I was with that question. There was only one real game like that. It was either that or you were gonna go with Mario Kart, and I was like, how do I tell? Oh, which it wasn't, one it is wasn't it? a racing one. Remember, it was a platformer. See, what I like what Heather's doing is she's deconstructing and actually thinking about it, and I'm just going, uh, what color is the uh, main person's hands? <laughs> what color are they? Uh, white. white. He wears gloves. Whitewashing. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Uh, here's the last song. It's going to be a tough one. Oh, orchestra. Alright, first question. Heather, make it a clean sweep for the world. Can I five more seconds? Sure. I bet it will just be the same sound. I bet it will as well. Uh... Pretty dark and gloomy. It is. Dan. Question. Yeah, I'm gonna try and not go to my go-to questions. <laughs> Look, I'll save you. It does it's on the Nintendo 64? <laughs> is it? It is. Oh, I thought it might not be. <laughs> I thought you'd actually. Go for if you had asked that again, I would be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Do I get another question? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. just give you that one for free. Oh, nice. I know. I'm all heart. What does... <laughs> Can I ask questions like, when you press the A button, what does the, the character do? It reacts. Yeah, there you Ooh, go. You're going to try and be smart. I'm going to outsmart you, <laughs> buddy. Heather, question two. It doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it's not supposed to help you. It's supposed to help me. And it didn't. You don't know that? I know that there's a character. <laughs> it no, correlates. No. I press a button and it correlates to the character doing something. Well, there's a character in it. It's obviously not a sports manager game. <laughs> okay, there we go. What genre is it? Uh, it is an action-adventure. What does that mean? So it's like, got action and, and adventure. It's a, so it's not a platformer? No. Action and adventure. adventure. Yeah. What... Um, what style of world is it set in? A fantasy world. So we're talking about like knights and stuff? A fantasy world. <laughs> not getting more than one question out of me, buddy. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd fare, this, uh, fare my fantasy world to what this game <laughs> fantasy world would be. It'd be quite different. We discussed your fantasy world earlier. It was Nick being bound up in bondage with baby oil. Heather. And a see-through suit. <laughs> a window suit, I call them. <laughs> that. It's a sexy mummy. That made that whole job so much worse. We have flashbacks to Dan enjoying it now. <laughs> overlaid over top of the actual event. You're welcome. Is it... Was it developed... Oh, no. That's Ask who the good. developer was. Yeah. Who? No, because that might give it away. It won't. It won't? Okay. No. Who was the developer? Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> you say my questions are bad. <laughs> Thanks, Heather. No, 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 that's a fair question. Because yeah, yeah, it could have been like, it could have been like, you know, Konami. So now you know that it was developed by Nintendo, and they have a very limited uh, library. On the 64. On the 64. And gloom and, yeah. and action adventure. 
did, have we asked what genre of game it is yet? It's what an action adventure is. And you said, where does it take place? Oh, and I yeah, said, yeah. in fantasy. In the fantasy. In the fantasy. Fantasy world. So, if it was an RPG, you would have said RPG. I you? would have, yeah, yes. yeah, cool. If there was numbers there. There's no numbers. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so what... Yep. I don't have a question. I'm just trying to think. Um, oh, I know. Give me a, a cryptic clue. Okay. Why were you even using that? I forgot it existed. Uh, I would give you a cryptic clue, but I feel like masking my attention intentions. Yeah, see, a nod from Heather. Did you know what it is now? Yeah, she sure. knows. It's Guess. Um, Majora's Mask. Yes. Oh, it was the music. Zelda? Yes. No one plays Zelda's. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so at the end of our final round, Dan, you are still on 10. <laughs> and the world is on 16. Woo! I'm going to win next week. Yeah, sure you are. I just need to win for two whole podcasts Weeks. in a row. <laughs> just to make it even. Steven. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we have been Hack the Dino for this fortnight. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Hack the Dino. Uh, website coming soon when I've got money. Hey, if you want to give us money, uh, get in touch. We've got, we got a Patreon. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, because, you know, that's... Send, send a stamp self-addressed envelope full of cash to yeah. 18 Stevens Place, Greenlight Comics, <laughs> in, in Adelaide 5000. And you get a website for Greenlight Comics? Yeah, greenlightcomics.com. Cool, you can find me Don't at... Uh, no, just .com. <laughs> good, good businessman. Yeah. You can find me at epochscrawl.com. It's just got a whole heap of my comics that I've written for free. And Heather? Uh, Facebook still XF SFX Studio. So how's that? Uh... X-ray Fox Truck Sierra Fox Truck X-ray. Are there any photos of Nick's? <laughs> there Nick, are. Nick's wow, wing, really? Nick's Not his business end. No, what about his but bum him end? in that whole. <laughs> we have a time lapse of it being done. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna go look that up right now. Come to town, come to save the princess Zelda. Gone and forgot away, now the children don't play, but they will when Link saves the day. Hallelujah! Now Link